Ladies and gentlemen, this is season three of 414 Buck the System. Here we are, the Milwaukee Bucks will be making their debut against the 76ers this Thursday. The NBA season started two days ago. Once again, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA title contenders. Will they be able to reclaim the championship that they finally got two years ago? Um, as you all know, last season, the Bucks made it to the second round and lost in Game 7. Um, they did not have Chris Middleton. Uh, pushed it to Game 7. Unfortunately, got splattered <laughs> in that Game 7. But here we are. Uh, they lost to the eventual East representative, uh, Boston Celtics, and now the Bucks again are out here with, for the most part, the same roster. Uh, no Chris Middleton for right now. He'll be gone for the majority, not the majority, the early part of the season, as well as Pat Connaughton will not be able to start the season. So Milwaukee will be running a little thin. Uh, overall, expectations are uh, remain high. Uh, I mean, I think that's given that Giannis is still, you know, recognized as either, you know, a top three or the top player in the NBA. And the Bucks have made a few moves. We will see how those pan out. They drafted Marjan Beauchamp uh, in the NBA draft from the G League uh, Unite. He has a very interesting story, very raw prospect. I would not expect him to <laughs> contribute right away. He'll just get, you know, small minutes, but uh, an interesting draft choice for such late, for such a pick late in the draft. I think the Bucks, you know, they're, they're swinging for the fences as they always have. So we'll see uh, amazing story. I highly recommend y'all take a look at his story, how he got to the NBA. Uh, very inspiring. Um, no notable moves really this offseason with the exception of getting Joe Ingles. Uh, however, he is also hurt. Uh, he's tore his ACL last season. He won't be back until well until like after the All-Star break. So like I said previously, the Milwaukee Bucks are running pretty thin. You know, no Ingles, no Pat Connaughton, and no Chris Middleton to start the year. Um, the Bucks. Last year also faced a lot of injury concerns, so uh, they are at that crossroads again. Uh, however, the NBA season's 82 games. I think this is the first time that they're playing the full 82 games since the pandemic. Actually, I might be wrong there. I think they played 82 games last year. Um, and as you know, Bucks fans, you don't have you know, to go all out early in the regular season. Uh, however, some could say that resting our starters in the regular season may have played an influential part uh, in ending our season, uh, seeing that Game 7 was in Boston. Um, so, you know, it's always a fickle thing. But just remember, the early part of the season, it, no one remembers that in comparison to the rest of the season. So we'll see how it goes. Now, this season the Bucks are locked and loaded. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, obviously, the team will depend on Giannis's growth and development and more importantly uh will who will step up for the Bucks when Middleton or somebody else is down uh the Milwaukee Bucks when healthy you know they can win it all and there's a reason why uh they're still one of the favorites to win it all 
They have uh, three really key players, uh, you know, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and they all play really well together. Now, what happens when you don't have one of those players? It's who's the next man up? And as we saw last year, Milwaukee really struggled finding uh, a consistent player uh, on the team to kind of like help give them that lift. Uh, Drew Holiday played as well as he could. You know, he's never going to be that offensive juggernaut, uh, but he is a defensive mastermind, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And, you know, Giannis is one of the best players. Uh, however, it is still a team game. Uh, and Giannis did as well as he could given the circumstance. So uh, early in the season, I actually expect the Milwaukee Bucks to tinker with their lineup as they have been the last two seasons, seeing what works, uh, playing big, playing small. I think one notable addition that we didn't really have last year is uh, Brooke Lopez being back in the starting lineup. Uh, it's ironic because when we didn't have him, it was very obvious and it showed because our interior uh, we could was kind of susceptible on defense. And when we did have them, uh, teams would force us to go uh, guard the perimeter. So uh, just having Brooke Lopez back as a real genuine center, uh, it adds our system flexibility. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Giannis has taken another leap or, you know, if he, or if he's going to remain consistent. Uh, I think you saw in the Euro League, uh, him improve his game and getting a little bit more consistent on those free throws. So Giannis has also been practicing a lot more with his jumpers still below average and still obviously will use some work, but uh, him having the confidence to hit some of those jumpers. And if he can hit a little bit more from three, that could really help the offensive move and go. Uh, one last notable offseason move and very important move for the Milwaukee Bucks was re-signing Bobby Portis. Uh, now, sometimes he does have defensive limitations, but uh, he's one of those players that you just want to have on your team. Uh, he brings great energy and is a great offensive scorer. And I think for a team like Milwaukee, uh, that kind of plays a little bit more rough uh, basketball at times. You know, uh, it's a great offensive spark on the bench. So bringing him back was huge. I think there were a couple of people that thought we wouldn't be able to bring him back. Um, outside of that, the only notable move was keeping Serge Ibaka, which I thought was a pretty decent move. I mean, I don't, I think he's at the point now where he can contribute, um, not night in, night out, but he provides you that flexibility as well. Uh, and he has that experience that you kind of want and need. Um, the Bucks also decided to keep Javon Carter, who played great at spots and yet in the playoffs got benched. So, It'll be interesting to see if he's taken another step. You know, he's one of those players that are playing on a small contract, but you need him to kind of play well. So we'll see there. The Bucks, outside of Drew Holiday, don't really have that other guard. Um, now they have George Hill, who is, you know, absent from the majority of uh, crunch time and in the playoffs. Um, so we'll see there. Another Buck notable that you know, help could contribute to how we do this season is uh, actually Jordan Wara. Um, he's now in his fourth season, I believe. So, you know, he's played well in the preseason. Uh, he showed flashes, however, didn't really make a large impact um, in the season. So will he get more minutes? Will he allow, you know, a little bit more breathers? Because uh, he has a great jumper. And, you know, the Bucks need one of their young players to develop. And I mean, that's saying a lot, seeing as they don't have a lot of draft capital to work with. But 
I fully expect the Bucks to, you know, maintain their rhythm. They might struggle early, especially still adjusting to the absence of Chris Middleton and Pat Connaughton. I think when you just have three guys who are supposed to be contributors to your team, um, that it can happen. So uh, don't get alarmed uh, by the Milwaukee Bucks start. You know, it's one of those things that it's going to take time. But at the end of the day, uh, if you believe in Giannis and what this team can do, uh, they definitely have an opportunity to uh, play for an opportunity to win for the NBA title. Uh, I fully expect also, you know, the Bucks to make moves during the season. Uh, I don't know what type of moves they'll make. You know, they are very limited on assets as well as limited on cap. So uh, like any contender, they're kind of strapped for assets. But knowing Milwaukee and John Horace, he's been able to make some good moves. Not some, pretty good moves. And he's always willing to swing for the fences. I mean, we've seen it with Drew Holiday. He swung for the fences uh, last year. You know, he traded Dante DiVincenzo. And then as soon as we traded him, that's when our guard depth went down uh, for Serge Ibaka, who was a non-factor. But you like GMs that at least take risk, and he's always willing to take a risk. So um, I'm excited. Um, first game up is against the Philadelphia 76ers. Those are always going to be classic classic matchups. Uh, also a title contender. You know, they have Joel Embiid and Giannis. That, that is always a fun matchup. So uh, pretty even. Uh, and I think historically, I think – Maybe Giannis has a slight edge in terms of wins, but they both play great. Um, Joel Embiid's an MVP caliber player. We'll see if he can get it this year. He's been in the running the last two years, uh, but has not yet won it. Uh, James Harden has supposedly lost some weight. So, you know, is he, you know, going to get back to form or is he kind of on the downslope of his career? But I mean, James Harden had a step to give. So we'll see. They also got. P.J. Tucker, which is huge, uh, and I think he'll give that nasty bite to the 76ers, which I hate because he went to the Heat last year, and now the 76ers are teams that uh, rival the Bucks, and yet, you know, we let them walk. Um, I know a lot of Bucks fans were devastated last year. He was a pretty big component of uh, our identity, particularly in the playoffs, even though he didn't give a lot of scoring punch, but, you know, you can't overlook that. So, you know, one question that has come up is can Gian- Giannis – win the MVP again. Uh, I think that depends on voter fatigue. Uh, but Giannis has con- kept his stats very consistent for like the last four years. So he'll always be in the running. Um, I think if Giannis can make that leap in free throw percentage or jump shots or outside shots, then definitely. Uh, and without Chris Middleton, he's going to have to do a lot more heavy lifting than he's used to. But, um, you know, we'll see. And, uh, I'm excited. So I know it's been a while. Uh, the NBA offseason was done, and, you know, summertime, there's not a lot of sports going on, but uh, I'm excited that the NBA is back. Uh, now, on the flip side, the Green Bay Packers have also, uh, they are in week we are in week seven. Um, they are sitting at three and three. Uh, a surprising three and three, I don't think. Uh it's been a very up and down, and I think it will probably continue to be an up and down season. Um, you know, the Packers traded Devontae Adams, which was a big move in the offseason. Uh, the replacement receivers that they got haven't really panned out. You know, they are young rookies, and then we also brought in Sammy Watkins, 
who's been playing very hurt. Uh, so it just hasn't gone, and it's shown that we don't have a number one uh, receiver. Our defense has been really good at times, but then also shaky, particularly on the run defensive side, and very little turnovers. Um, you know, Rashad Gary has taken that next step, which is very important. Quay Walker has shown flashes as a rookie. Uh, we haven't seen much of Devontae Wyatt, so I'm hoping that he'll get some opportunities to play. Uh, solid defending, but the run game has not been as efficient as it has been. And part of that for the reason is, you know, the Packers offense has been struggling uh, pretty mightily, particularly in the second half. And uh, I think sometimes the Packers can get a little too cute and not stick to like what works, particularly their running game. And if their running game doesn't go, then they're a little bit more dependent on the passing game. But you could just tell the offensive game is not as fluid as years past. Um, a lot more predictable, so they need to throw a little bit more wrinkles. Uh, the offensive line has been a little bit inconsistent. Uh, I mean, granted, David Bakhtiari and Elgin Jenkins are back, both all-pro, Pro Bowl tackles and guards, but uh, it just hasn't shown yet. So I think that has added a little bit to the frustration, but, you know, the Green Bay Packers are still very much contenders. Uh, they've had two very ugly games against the Giants and the Jets, two teams that you would expect that the Packers to beat. I mean, but however, these are two teams that are winning records, and I think maybe they've fallen under the radar, uh, and they've beaten the Packers. You know, the Giants took over the complete second half, and the Jets steamrolled the Packers in the second half as well. So if the Packers can get a little bit more consistency and, you know, make the plays that they're used to making, you know, they they would stand pretty well. And the one issue is Packers haven't blown out really any teams that they've won against. Um, so, you know, Green Bay might have to make a move, and I know that's outside of what our general manager does, but uh, unless they kind of want the season to be a wash, you know, uh, you're running out of opportunities here, but uh, also Packer fans, be patient. You know, I've seen flashes from wide receiver Romeo Dobbs. I think he's going to be pretty good give, if you give him some time. Christian Watson, I still don't know. I mean, he had that terrible drop to open the season, first play, and that was huge. And I think that really started the tone for the season, you know. So if he could somehow get one of those plays back, um, you know, the Packers really need a game that they can establish confidence. Now they have an opportunity here against the commanders uh, who are struggling uh, with, and they don't have their starting quarterback, Carson Wentz. Uh, they need a full team game from the offensive, defense, and the special teams. Uh, I was about to say that our special teams has been the, the strongest point of our team. However, we did get a punt blocked uh, last week. So, it, it still remains, you know, but I'm still hopeful. Uh, you know, the Packers have also been a little bit more injured. So uh, let's see if they make moves. And I, I wouldn't want to panic quite yet. It's a little too early, but we'll see. So uh, it's going to be a fun fall season. Uh, NBA is back. NFL is going. So, you know, be ready for more consistent episodes throughout the weeks. And can't wait to... You know, I'm just happy to be back. Uh, podcasting takes a little bit of effort. No, not as much as you think, but, uh, you know, it's a nice way to, you know, just get out your opinions on sports and things. So 
Uh, I appreciate all the audience over the years. So um, that's why I'm here again. You know, we're here for season three. So hopefully make some improvements. And if you have any comments, concerns, feel free uh, to respond. And everybody have a great and wonderful night. This is 414. Block the system. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and have a good night.